Hey students, it's 2024, and for some reason, you are still listening to the Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing. Welcome back. Welcome to 2024, Brother Wing. Oh, yeah, it's nice here. I like this year. I know many of our listeners were wondering if you were spending 2024 on the other side of the veil. It's been a while since they've uh, heard from you. How, how are you feeling these days? Well, yeah, 2023 kind of ended rough, but this was just a way that the Lord was helping me to be super excited for 2024. So <laughs> I'm happy to be alive. Yes. Oh, uh, I can attest that Brother Wing looks great. I mean, I think he's fully recovered and we're we're glad that he's here. All right. Well, if you haven't heard, uh, this year we're going to be studying for Come Follow Me. We're going to be studying uh, the Book of Mormon. And so our podcast we are going to answer gospel questions from the book of the Book of Mormon this year. And so to start things off, we are going to start right at the beginning, the title page of the Book of Mormon, which was taken from the last leaf of the plates of the Joseph translated, and it was written, the title page was written by Moroni, the son of Mormon, who is the author of the majority of the Book of Mormon. Uh, so in... In the uh, title page of the Book of Mormon, we learn a lot about uh, the purpose of the Book of Mormon, and that is what I think we want to explore today, is what is the Book of Mormon? What is the purpose of the Book of Mormon? I mean, I think a lot of times, Brother Wing, I'm not sure if, you, if, you, uh, if you've said this or if you've heard this before, um, but, but it's always kind of struck me as, uh, not always, but... Um, later on, it's kind of struck me as a little bit strange when we, when missionaries or others say, well, the Book of Mormon, it's just like the Bible. The Book of Mormon is just like the Bible and it testifies of Jesus, just like the Bible. And so my question is, is like, why would we need the Book of Mormon if it's just like the Bible? And so maybe there's a little bit more here to the Book of Mormon. Why do we have the Book of Mormon? And I think uh, the title page of the Book of Mormon can answer that question for us. Yes, and speaking of our title of our podcast with the answers to gospel questions, let's just talk about some questions. I'm going to go through some simple ones, but there's also some a little more complex questions that are also answered by this title page. So let me rattle through some, some simple ones. So this is one of the advantages of this title page that Moroni provided to us. What is the Book of Mormon? Why was it buried in the ground? Who buried it? Uh, what three groups does the Book of Mormon tell us about? And who is this book written to? Um, how did Mormon know what to write uh, as he compiled the Book of Mormon? And how did we get the Book of Mormon? And how was it translated? Like, there are answers to those questions um, in, the, in these two paragraphs of this title page. So that's pretty helpful um, with it. Now, there are even more questions that are answered in this title page <clears throat> about that and that give us some more um, details. So one, there's three words that I like to really focus on with this title page that really help me as I study the Book of Mormon. The first word is show, and then the next is know, and then the third is the word convincing. And so show, know, convince, like those three words are going to really help um, as we kind of know what to focus on as we uh, study this this book, you're going to see that it's going to show you what great things the Lord has done. Um, 
to their fathers. There's going to be a lot of the cool things to see, stories, illustrations, uh, sermons. There's just a lot of great things in the book all by itself, and it's going to show you all these great things. Um, but it's also going to help you to know the, the covenants of the Lord, that they are not cast off forever. And I think this might be the specific way, Brother Lawson, that you were referring to, like why do we have the Book of Mormon if the if it does the same that the Bible does? And I don't know that that it does exactly the same because the Book of Mormon seems to really bring out these covenants um, and why they are so essential um, in a in a better way uh, than even the Bible does, or in a more specific way. Um, and uh, and then it's got the convincing part as well that Jesus is the Christ. Um, and there is a power in the book that as someone comes to know the truthfulness of this book, they also simultaneously are given a greater witness of the divinity of Jesus Christ and of his power and, and his ability to redeem and rescue and heal and save. And so uh, it's got all of that within, within this miraculous book. And so I like those words. Show no convince. I love it. The you know it's interesting. You uh, that last one that last one that you brought up convincing that Jesus is the Christ. We know that the Book of Mormon talks about Jesus Christ even more than the Bible per verse. Right. Uh, the the amount of times that Jesus is is spoken about is. Uh, I think it was who was it was it Susan Eastern Black that did the the numbers on that and it was like once every mm -hmm. one point nine verses, something like yeah. 1.7 verses. And so, I mean, if you, if you want to learn about Jesus Christ, the book of Mormon is an excellent book of scripture to, to study. There's also doctrines that are taught in the book of Mormon that are taught either more clearly or taught uniquely in the book of Mormon that can't be found uh, in the Bible. Things like the corporal resurrection, the atonement of, of Jesus Christ is, is taught more, more clearly in the book of Mormon. And so, we use these books together. We use the Bible and the Book of Mormon. We don't pit them against each other as which one is better than the other, but we can use them together. But they certainly are not exactly the same. And so that's why we need the Book of Mormon. We need the Book of Mormon to to add to the, the a fullness of an understanding of of who the Savior is, of who what the covenants are, and what are the great things that that God has done uh, for us. And so. Uh, this is going to be an awesome opportunity to study the Book of Mormon. I love it. I love studying the Book of Mormon. Every time I read the Book of Mormon, uh, and I'm not talking about reading the whole Book of Mormon, I'm talking about the just my daily study of the Book of Mormon, I receive revelation. I I feel the Holy Ghost when I study the Book of Mormon every day. And and I know President Nelson, uh, he's made that promise to us. Um, I was just studying Preach My Gospel, the new Preach My Gospel uh, manual. And right there in the in preach my gospel, it talks about the importance of for missionaries in order to have the Holy Ghost with them, they need to be studying the Book of Mormon daily. And I thought that was a great addition there to preach my gospel. But there is definitely a power in the book, and I feel it when I when I read it. And I'll say an amen to that. And um, the last line of the title page, um, you know, Moroni kind of points out. He's like, you know, this isn't a perfect book. Like the Bible's not a perfect book. There's, um, it's compiled by human beings, you know, 
divinely inspired, of course, and that is the that's the greater thing to focus on. But it did come through um, imperfect people as it's compiled. And so Moroni recognizes this, and he, but he gives this caution. He says, condemn not the things of God. But he, but there's a testimony in there that these are the things of God. And so, so we, you may be able to find, um, some imperfections, you know, and maybe that could contribute to your witness and testimony of what God can do. And if God can work through imperfect people to provide such a miraculous record that testifies of Christ and witnesses of him and leads anyone, uh, to, to have greater faith. Um, in him, then maybe see, maybe what can God do through you who you're also imperfect, you know, but God can do his work. And so this is a witness of what God can do. These are the things of God. Awesome. All right, students, we're excited to be with you all this year. Hey, Institute classes are starting up pretty soon. You want to come to an in-person class if at all possible. Uh, We would love to see you in our classes. We're going to, what are you teaching this semester and when are you teaching it, Brother Wing? We have a great Book of Mormon study provided every Thursday night at 7 p.m. here at the Fayetteville Institute. We have dinner right before that, 6.30. We also, speaking of food and scripture study, on Monday mornings, we have a breakfast class. Oh, yeah. And so we go over scripture study tools. It's a 20-minute quick class, but we have breakfast before, during, and after those 20 minutes. And so uh, that's at seven. Well, the class is from 740 to eight, but you can show up around 730 for breakfast, or you could come late and just eat the food, you know? So we have that going on. We also have mission prep. um, And then we have some daytime classes as well that'll be coming. That's awesome. That's awesome. I got a Tuesday night, preach my gospel class. We've got a, oh, you'd like this one, brother. Well, I mean, I'm sure you would like it, but I, I bet your wife Heather would like it even more. The um, we've got a class that is uh, a Book of Mormon class, but it's from a female perspective. So it's for young adults, eighteen to thirty, mainly uh, sisters who want to come get together. That's on Tuesdays uh, at ten thirty at the Institute Building, and then I'm I'm teaching also on Tuesdays and Thursdays a church history class at, at 12 30 but there was going to be food at those ones too so we got lots of fun things uh so students come to one of these in-person classes we hope you uh enjoy this podcast and share, continue to share with others continue to listen Till next time everybody love your guts stay righteous <laughs>